everyone, and welcome to the Call to Action podcast. Today is Thursday, December 16th, and Kyle, Santa's coming to town soon. Santa's, uh, yeah, he'll be here shortly. Can't wait. Yeah. Have you been prepping for him? I have. Um, my daughter is doing the Elf on the Shelf. Mm. Um, so that reminds me every single morning, actually every night when I have to, uh, change locations, but oh yeah, I have. Oh, have you, you change your locations? My elf does it himself. So, oh, hmm. you got a pretty smart elf. <laughs> well, he is real. So yeah. Elf on the shelf got holiday cheer. Uh, you you cut down the Christmas tree, right? Did you cut down yeah, your that's Christmas already, tree? It's already cut down. We actually have a fake one as well. Uh, ornaments are on lights are up we're actually we're ready we're ready for for santa it's good i mean one thing i do want to talk i mean you brought it up before we get into some max stuff uh elf on the shelf what's been your most creative space that he's that he has hidden in or that he's been um that not the uh the mantle (laughs) i mean i it's it's the guy doesn't do some weird stuff no, I kind of keep him classy. Actually, it's it's a it, it's a girl. Her name is Holly. Um, Holly, uh, my daughter Parker named named her Holly. So, our um, our elf is named Polly for the North Pole, I love and that. Um, he's been through a lot. Uh, my my probably my favorite one is Polly was found in the freezer in a block of ice with Elsa from Frozen. Wow, she, she froze holy that's impressive in in a in a block of ice yeah i was pretty proud of i mean yeah i was pretty proud of myself for that one and gotta admit gotta admit uh huge dad points out of that one uh i'll have to i have to show you the picture later or kids reaction i mean put it up on the the twitter account what yeah how 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 uh happy were the kids or what what just to let people know if they need an elf on the shelf idea you take a, a cup pretty good sized cup of water yeah, uh, plastic cup I used, and then I shoved them in there, and I filled up. I put the top on. I threw them in the freezer, and then what I had to do was I had to run some hot water on the cup, you know, pop them out of there, and then wake up a little early for that. And then I had, you know, I have a million Elsa toys here, so that's what I did. Elsa was standing over him, freezing him. Yeah, that, that's an uh, impressive imagination, and uh, <laughs> off to getting some hints from you going that, forward. That's what I bring. That's what I bring to the table. But no, it, it is a fun time of year um, with the holidays coming. Uh, we'll touch base on some stuff in a little bit, and and with our with our special guest today, we talk a little Christmas uh, when we pop that pop that interview on. So it's good. Um, you you getting the Christmas music going in the car too? Yeah, we love uh, Christmas music. We actually, my aunt got our kids um this reindeer that that sings um constantly kind of a a little bit of a interesting reindeer but uh the kids absolutely love it um you just flip on the the back switch and yeah it plays music constantly so it's kind of nice to have it in the background when uh, we were decorating the tree and such but um but yeah christmas music is on uh in the klein household I thought Christmas music would be blaring, but uh, ever since I went and saw the new Ghostbusters, uh, my little guy, he just wants Ghostbusters on in the car every time we get in the car. So we've, I uh, hear Ghostbusters on a, on a 20 minute ride to somewhere. I hear that song uh, at least two times. That's uh, impressive. Yeah. So it hasn't been, but you know, when, 
get into bed doing some things around the place here. Uh, always have some Christmas music on uh, tis the season. But enough about Christmas for now. Um, let's get into our, our new segment here for, uh, you know, Mac Moments. Should have a little like song that plays for Mac Moments. You write that down for the future. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my my first Mac moment is a shout out to Nate Needham um, from Bowling Green. He's place kicker for Bowling Green. Uh, he was named to the 2021 Football Writers Association of America's All America team um, and was a first teamer. Um, He's, he was the only player from the MAC to be recognized on that team by the FWAA. And just a, a really great honor for him. He was uh, 19 of 20 uh, this season um, and from on field goals uh, and was 12 of 13 of field goals from 40 plus yards, which was tops in the nation. So clap it up for Nate Needham. Uh, you know, quite an accomplishment uh, to, for him to be a first team All American. That's pretty impressive, um, to say the least. That's for sure. How far uh, of a I'm field gonna... goal could you make? Oh, jeez, not far. Thirty yarder, maybe thirty-two yarder. That's I mean, extra... last week you said you could run. What's a the extra point? Thirty-three, right? No, yeah, la- last week you said you could run a twenty-minute like. No, 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 no. Seven. I don't I know. I think, myself. Goal, I think you're a little lofty on your. I com- completely corrected myself after I started going through, and then the terrain, and then yeah, I I correct myself. I'm not going to be a go getter and say that I can, but I think a thirty-three yarder. 33 yarder okay i i have a feeling i mean if i gave you 10 tries how many you making from 33 seven out of ten seven out of ten absolutely i we might we may have to film that for the call to match podcast next time we're around football i do it i do not think you could do that okay fair we're doing it we're, we're gonna do it live so everybody can see it live let's happen. do it let's and do then we it. might as well do the we might as well do the 5k uh the race as well Every time I bring up something from that yes. pod, when we were talking about sport, we're gonna have to write them down, and then we're gonna have a series where you have to go and see if you what you do. Because I know I can't do them. I mean, I can't do any of this stuff. Mitch might make for funnier content, which might be good, but I mean, yeah, I'm not hitting anything within thirty. That's fine, especially That's fine. at seven, at seventy percent. Seven out of ten. There's three misses. I'm, I feel pretty confident in that. All right. Well, all right. Go ahead. All right. Um, I'm going to go ahead with um, it's National Signing Day. So we have a lot of future Mac student athletes um, coming into our league, going into our institutions and uh, just excited to see them uh, compete and um, do well in the classroom. Yeah, as Kyle said, signing day yesterday, um, but signing day week. Um, and, you know, my favorite part of signing day is just all of the content I've been seeing uh, yesterday, today. Uh, our schools really have it together. You know, the videos, the the creativity from all of our schools uh, to bring these kids in. It's just a social media phenomenon. You know, it's it's really cool to see everyone's take on on what they're going to do to to bring these kids in and it's wild i mean before 
I don't know how many years ago, but before it was like, we've signed this kid and this kid and this kid to our program. We're getting it printed. Yeah. Like they literally have it emailed or faxed or printed off and everybody's getting excited. And now there's videos and there's music and it's just, it's wild. Yeah. So I do love it though. The, uh, um, you know, to see everything that people do and uh, whether it's video and uh, all the cool stuff for websites and look, that's, that's what you, that's what we're into this, this, time of year and and in in this day and age i should say of of signing kids in is this is their first thing of like wow i'm going to retweet this look at this awesome video that toledo made of me eastern michigan you know whoever it may be um to show that i'm coming to their program so i i love that about signing day were you were you a fax i mean when you were signed at some point you like send in a fax or would you? I do was it? a very late signee. I was going to play Juco and um, luckily horse. you sent huh? it in by horse and buggy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I saw, I didn't even see Eastern Michigan. I, I, I just wanted to play division one baseball and uh, they somehow found a little bit of money uh, scholarship wise. And I, I took it. So yeah, no faxing, none, none of that stuff went on. There was no graphic or anything made of me back in the day. Well, no, I don't think we were uh, in the Twitter age then. Um, true. Yet, That's I don't true, think. True. Maybe we were, but uh, people weren't doing nearly not as that much old, but now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not that old, but still. Yeah, sure. Well, no, that's awesome. Right, my second, my second thing, my second Mac moment was uh, this past weekend. Eastern Michigan topped Florida International in a four overtime thriller with the Iceman on hand, George Gervin himself. Um, the Convocation Center, which we were just talking Eastern Michigan, as you know it, will mm-hmm. now be known as the George Gervin Game Above Center which is awesome. Um, I mean, Hall of Famer, one of the best players in NBA history, uh, one of the definitely the best players to come out of the MAC. We definitely have some that, that in the basketball world that match that, but really cool to see uh, George Gervin back, back in Ipsy at the game and uh, being honored for, you know, doing so much. And, and then the Eagles coming away with a win. I mean, Florida International was eight and one entering the game and Eastern took care of them again in four overtimes, 92-88. So, uh, yeah, the, the George Gervin game above center. Love it. Yeah, it's a very unique name. Love it. Um, there was some buzz in the arena, which was phenomenal. It's, it's, it's good to see some fans in the stands there. Um, but yeah, just, uh, I mean, I can't remember the last time I've seen a quadruple overtime game either. You know, no, was it six with, uh, Syracuse and Pitt in the big East tournament that one year. I, I think sure. that's the last one I seen over four. So pretty, uh, pretty unique, pretty awesome to see that happen in the Mac for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. My second one, then I'm going to go, um, Cosida academic all Americans. So, uh, on the men's soccer side, we had five actually, with Kevin Morris being on the first team. Um, let me see here, Matthew Fernley on the second team from Georgia State. Then on the third team, we had three of them uh, from West Virginia, Aaron Dank Gracia, and, and from Bowling Green, Michael Matamuri, and from Northern Illinois, Enrique Buenuelos. So pretty impressive um, for those five student athletes, and just wanted to congratulate them. No, that that's great. Uh, and, and good job by you um, trying to get those names correct. Yeah, pronunciations. Um, forgive me, but um, yeah. yes, 
it's all good details again we're about the details here we're sort of about the details no no doubt no doubt um my last thing is just um bowl schedule um this this weekend we have our first three bowl games coming in uh with the bahamas bowl toledo versus middle tennessee state in the bahamas bowl uh northern illinois versus coastal carolina which i know we talked about on the last podcast and the tail greeter cure bowl on december 17th and then eastern michigan playing liberty in the lending tree bowl um so you know three big bowl matchups coming in this weekend absolutely yeah and um can't wait to can't wait to see them uh compete and, and hopefully they uh they get some w's for us yeah, the Bahamas, I, I will say the Bahamas let off in a good way. Uh, I don't know if you saw or not, but Toledo, they always have a beach dance off. I did see that. And Toledo that was won. fantastic. You think you, uh, you'd throw some good uh, dancing moves out there? Would you be nominated from your team to go do that or, or how would that go? Well, we talk content. Another piece of content is just watching me try to walk in sand. That would be in itself. So don't try and get me dancing on sand when I can hardly walk. I think we should have it. I like it. <laughs> um all right and then uh this is our last one right this is my last one your last one uh i'm gonna go with something that we did in our office we had a uh holiday christmas party oh yeah friday um over at the marble room downtown cleveland and um it's a it's a very unique spot it's it was an old bank so just a cool cool atmosphere um our executive assistant to the commissioner, Annette Sudbury, did a phenomenal job with the games that we had going on. Um, the, the food spread was was great, uh, even though I didn't eat most of it because they had sushi and things like that. But um, they had these, you know, chicken on basically chicken skewers. They were they were really, really good. So, um, yeah, had a blast again, creating some good camaraderie with uh, our staff. And yeah, we loved it. Yeah, it was a great time. Uh, anytime we can get together as staff, especially with uh, how busy things have been, uh, it was really cool. And uh, yeah, like you said, Annette um, did an excellent job. We played some game where we, she walked around every five minutes and showed us a face of someone. We had to guess who they were. And uh, I did all right on that. I did like they were all people within the news. So, um, you know, just just one of those things. But and hand up. I mean, we do white, white elephant gift exchange. And mm-hmm. I do have to admit, I stole golf balls from Commissioner Steinbrecher's wife. So I don't expect any Christmas bonus. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Uh, but I do have 12 golf balls. So, I mean, you know, sorry, win some, yeah. you lose some. You, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> But it was it was a great time. And, uh, you know, our thanks to the commissioner and really the whole staff on uh, being there and, and like having a good time. It's I know there's Christmas parties everywhere. It was, it was just a, a nice night. So, yeah, no, that's a that's a good third moment out of you. Definitely a matching moment. Well, with that, let's let's get into our guests for the day. Um, we have Megan Walonsky and Natalie Reese from the Ball State Volleyball Program. As everyone knows, Ball State just capped a very impressive year in which they won the MAC tournament, an NCAA uh, term, first round matchup against Michigan, and at one point or until they lost at the end, won 20 games in a row. So we wanted to sit with down with them, talk about this past season, and then we do get a little holiday cheer with them as well. So enjoy. Yeah.
mentioned in the open, we have two very special guests with us today from Ball State Volleyball, Megan Walonsky and Natalie Reese. Uh, you guys are, we're doing this via Zoom because we're very technological savvy on this show. So when we're asking you guys a question, we'll, we'll make it so you're not talking over one another. Um, but I, th I think the first question from, from Kyle and I is, I mean, it's a real blanket question, but wow, what a, what a season, right? Um, Natalie, you picked up, we'll start with you. You picked up uh, MVP honors in our tournament. Uh, congratulations on winning our tournament. Uh, you guys, you know, won an NCAA tournament game, five set against Michigan. Uh, you won 20 matches in a row during the season. I mean, Natalie, what, what worked for you guys this year? Why all the success this season? Um, I'd say a big part of our success was just how deep our bench was and how everybody was just so committed to our goal. Everybody was on the same page the whole season of that we wanted to win the MAC tournament regular season and a first round NCAA game. So just having everybody bought into what our goals were and what we're like as a program was a huge contributor to our success this year. And I think just our depth of bench and knowing that any girl can come onto the court and contribute so positively for all of us and that everybody trusts everybody to go in and do their job and have so much success was a huge part for us. And Megan, I mean, you're, you're new to the program and got, got all this success. I mean, Talk about it from your angle, just coming in and, and, and leading the charge and all the success that you guys had this season. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty cool to come into a program where, you know, that's kind of the expectation is to win a MAC, MAC title and kind of go into that NCAA tournament with confidence. And I think that's exactly what we did this year. And we had no doubt that we were going to lose that first game against Michigan. I mean, we were like, you know, we're right there with them. I think we were just kind of compared with them along or throughout the year, you know, it was kind of Ball State and Michigan were kind of compared in a way where, you know, you don't know who's really going to win that. So it was a good matchup for us. And I think that it's just really cool to come in as a freshman and be able to win a, the MAC title with this special group and be able to kind of make a statement in the NCAA tournament. And for those that don't know, um, don't follow MAC volleyball. I mean, Megan picked up MAC freshman of the year honors, she's first team all MAC on the all freshman team i mean where, where are you putting all the hardware you got you got like little space right <laughs> yeah i mean it's pretty cool i i think this team is so special and to be able to come into a program and just have everyone be so accepting of me and kind of just like take me in as you know another one on the team it's just really cool to be able to do something like this with such an amazing group of people <clears throat> Absolutely. Hey, Megan. So um, my wife's a former uh, volleyball player, setter, um, herself at East. so accepting of me you know I've never really felt like a freshman out there I just kind of felt like you know I'm just playing volleyball with my friends and I think that's a big part of our team success this year is there's really no division on our team everyone is you know we're all friends and no one's like oh I'm a senior or, oh they're freshmen you know we all treat each other the same and we're all just best friends so it's just awesome to be able to come in and you know develop these relationships with these 
amazing players and teammates and just made it really easy for me, you know, <laughs> nothing too hard with this group. <laughs> talk, talk about coach. I mean, what influence does she have on you guys? Uh, Natalie, we'll start with you. Um, clearly coach has, has been here and done this before. Um, one of the top coaches in the Mac and coach of the year this past year. I mean, how, how does she get you guys to buy in so that you do have all the success and, and you have, it sounds like just listening to you guys. And like I said, we've had Marie on the show before. It does seem very family. So how, how does that all work behind the scenes with you guys? Um, you know, coach Miller, she's just somebody that I'd say we all look up to and such a role model to us on the court and off the court. Um, and like, she can be tough sometimes. But that's just like tough love. Like she has so much love for us and that makes us want to buy into the program so much more because we know how much her and the rest of our coaching staff cares for us, um, as players and just as people. Um, so yeah, I would say it's just like a huge role model to all of us. What about for you, Megan? Yeah, I mean, I think she has really or a ton of just huge goals for our team, especially this year, um, and that she holds us to a really high standard, which I think is awesome because, you know, we're, we have the you know, mindset going in each day, and she does too, which pushes us to get better each day. And at the end of each practice, we kind of will evaluate to see if we got better that day. And, you know, I think if we kind of will slack off, she's going to be tough on us, but that's the reason why we're getting better. And you know, being pushed as a team and just kind of, you know, being held to that standard, I think is really important. And we just really admire her for that. How do you guys stay hungry? Obviously, you know, 31 season, first, or, you know, opening round win in the NCAA tournament. How do you continue to stay hungry um, and continue that success? Um, I think I we just keep striving. Yeah, I feel like we just keep striving to make new goals, whether they're, they're just like individual practice goals or in match goals. Um, I think those little goals are what build us up to staying hungry. And like during the season, our one goal was to win regular season. And so when we hit that, the next goal was to win um, the tournament. And so just kind of taking one step at a time and hitting those marks was something that kind of keeps us staying hungry and just having these experiences that we had this past year, you just want all your other teammates to experience that. So like the freshmen who are going to come in next year, you just want them to be able to experience that with you. And um, just like knowing how much joy you have in those championship games and those experiences, you want that to be kind of the standard for every year going forward. And I don't know, I'd have to check with your crack uh, media relations person, Brad Caudill here on this, but um, I mean, you have your roster, you have pretty much everyone coming back next year. I know you lose a few, but I mean, it's a roster that maybe two, three, I don't know, I'm guessing four, three, I can't think. Not big on details here. So. Yeah, we know. We, yeah, we try to stay away from details, but a lot of people coming back. And so, yeah, I wanted to ask that same question with with Kyle on the hunger and, and, you know, you guys now, it sounds crazy to say Megan, but you're clearly a leader now, even it, moving forward after be, your freshman year. So to, to bring uh, those freshmen in and, and show them, Hey, this is what we've been a part of uh, will be really cool to see and to see most of your team back out there. I do want to go back a little bit on the winning streak. Uh, I mean, the Mac is a tough, volleyball conference we have a lot of top teams in there so again like night in night out you guys were bringing it how how do you do that against such a conference that has been known to send multiple teams to the NSA tournament um there's been some knockdown drag out battles I mean look at our 
championship final against you and the defending champ BG, which seems like it's created a little rivalry, friendly rivalry, we'll call it, um, because you guys have matched up in the championship game um, two of the last three times. So just, you know, speak to that and how you go in against such a conference, how, how coach, it kind of all intertwines, but how you've stayed focused to, to get through a league that's really tough. And uh, Lindsay or Natalie, we'll start with you. Um, I think like something that's just so awesome about the Mac is that every team uh, can take any game. Like there's no one that you can underestimate because any team can bring it that night and be successful. Um, and like, obviously there's rankings in the, in the Mac, but really those don't even matter because everybody's just so evenly um, competitive with each other. So just knowing that you never underestimate anybody because everybody can bring it in the Mac. And I think that's one of the advantages of playing in the Mac is that it's competitive every night and that just makes it so much more fun to play in. What about you for you, Megan? Yeah. I mean, just a second Nat, Nat's point. I mean, I think that each night when we're playing in the Mac, you know, it's not like, Oh, we're going to go in with a mindset of we're going to sweep them. You know, it's like, you could go in and, you know, any, it's anyone's game. And I think that's what makes the Mac so special and so competitive. And like, if it's not like we're playing in a conference where there's one team who's just, you know, this monster team and they're going to dominate every year. That's just, you know, what makes the Mac so cool. And I think this past year we were down and against some teams we were down and against Ohio. And I mean, BG, we went to a ton of five setters. So again, just speaks to the competitiveness of the Mac and the, how each team has got to be ready to play each night. Absolutely. Absolutely. Excellent. So <laughs> enough volleyball talk, you know, we, we, we obviously like to have conversation on, on the specific sport and such. Um, we understand you guys are probably in final exams at this point in time. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so we did find out a little bit of information on both of you kind of like you guys like to do off the court and such. Um, Megan, I, I hear you like to bake. Is that, is that pop? Yeah. I do. Yes. In quarantine, I really got into it because I was okay. really bored. <laughs> sure. But I started to, you know, bake like cookies and cakes. My sister and I did it a lot just because it really was just a quarantine thing. It's just a hobby I picked up, but yeah, it was really, it really fun to, you know, have a little hobby. <laughs> Absolutely. So Megan, with that said, I mean, Christmas is uh, right around the corner. What's, what's like the go-to, <laughs> what, what do you bring to the family? What do you, what are you baking? Well, we have a lot of Christmas cookies that we bring to Christmas parties. So we just made last night, actually, we make these peanut butter chocolate chip cookies. So they're peanut butter. It's like Reese's peanut butter dough. And then you dip them in sugar. And then once you take them out of the oven, you dip a Hershey's Kiss in them. Yeah. And then they are just delicious. Favorite yeah. cookie of all time. Those, so are, those are excellent. Those are our go-tos. That, like that's it. your favorite Kyle Kyle by the way he's this is like our second show together because he just came back to the Mac and I mean we haven't been doing this together long although we've our friends and have worked together um he is the pickiest eater like in in the world I, I've never <laughs> met so for him to say he likes anything I mean cookies are cookies but I mean this guy like he'll get chicken fingers you know at a restaurant and he'll he won't get like anything to dip the chicken, like, like not nothing. It's just weird. I'm, simple. Like, just, I'm a simple man. That's what it comes cheese about. and meat <laughs> on a hamburger. It's like the most impossible person. So for him to say he likes anything is amazing. Um, <laughs> but they are, they are a good cookie. 
Uh, Natalie, what are some of the things you you like to do off the court? Well, my number one thing is just I love hanging out with my friends. Like that's the, like my relationships in my life is something that I just cherish so much with. Um, something that we picked up during quarantine, my family and I, was that we have tennis courts like really close to us, and so we started playing pickleball. So that was super fun thing to pick up. Something that kind of kept it competitive, which was fun um, and active. So that was a cool little thing that we picked up with all the time that we had going on. Kyle, have you played pickleball? I haven't, and I know it's a huge kind of trendy sport that's that's happening now and i've heard there's different pickleball courts all over the place and i just haven't picked it up yet unfortunately i ask because i have no clue sitting here i probably should know i don't describe it to me what do you what do you do i, I have no clue what pickleball is um, i have two young like, kids i don't get out much anymore <laughs> um it's kind of like tennis but like it's a shorter court and like it's like a wiffle ball oh so it's like okay. different equipment but kind of same concept of tennis got it um, I mean, I think the other thing that we did want to bring up, because this episode is going to go out tomorrow. Um, I mean, we are close, like I mentioned, to Christmas, obviously. Uh, I want to know from each of you, we'll have a little Christmas uh, brainstorm here. I've, this is totally off the cuff, but um, from each of you, best Christmas movie. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's a hard one. I would say my, my favorite Christmas go-to is Home Alone. Mm, okay. It's my favorite. Which say, one though? There's like four of them. The first one. <laughs> All right. The OG. <laughs> sure. I would say mine would probably be Elf. I love Elf. It's Elf? so funny. Or um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. Yes. Right. I was like so, that. One. Kyle and I both have young kids. Um, my TV has been nonstop Christmas movies. Home Alone, I think, has led the charge. Uh, <laughs> Grinch has been on the the like latest one, the Jim Carrey one. Mm-hmm. which I'm like my least favorite. I'm the old school, like with what I like the original Grinch, you know, about Elf. I mean, all three of those. Kyle, have you been, uh, he has kids too. What, what's been going on? Constantly watching the Grinch lately. It's, uh, but the newer version, I, I like the, yeah, I like the 2000 version. Jeez, I'm dating myself here, but I like the older version for sure. My, my ultimate favorite is Christmas Vacation. I don't think it can be topped, but that's again, my, uh, my kids are a little young, so they don't get a lot of the humor, but um, yeah, 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 love it. Love it. Uh, Kyle, you got a Christmas question? I do. So there's a huge debate. I've, I've grown up with fake trees my, my whole life, essentially. Um, but my wife's family is big into real trees. Are you both either a real or fake tree individual with your families? We have a fake tree. We've always had a fake tree. But I do, I've always wanted to go to Christmas tree hunting, which I think looks so fun, but um, real trees are just so much harder to keep up with and maintain. Oh yeah. Megan, how are you? We are a fake tree family. Yes. (laughs) See, yeah. And and I've converted over to the real tree and I will say real tree is pretty fun to do. So um, yeah, for whatever that's worth. (laughs) I'm, I'm I'm a fake tree guy. For sure. I've, I've done both though in my time. I've gone, I've cut down the tree. It is fun, but you know, the pine needles everywhere, the cold, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it, it sticks around for a while. The, the house smells good, right? I mean, the pine and, and that's all good. And going, I will suggest going to like do the whole tree thing. If you ever have the opportunity, it is fun, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, the fake tree, I mean, or the, yeah, pop it up, lights are on. Plug that yep. sucker in. 
good to go right so um what's another one uh we've got probably time for two more here um what just generally what's what's your favorite thing or do you have oh i, I got one what what is your um every family i think has a tradition in christmas maybe you play a certain game or do something what's one thing that comes to mind that that your family does uh megan we can start with you um i don't know we don't really play like a certain game we usually always watch a christmas movie on christmas eve before we open presents so we do it our we open presents from like family on christmas eve and then we'll open presents on christmas day um some of those too but um so we always watch a christmas movie not that that's really special but just something that we do oh it's a tradition traditions are traditions what about you natalie um, for Christmas Eve, my dad's side of the family comes over. And so it's really nice to go and reconnect with all of them. Um, and then Christmas Day, I go over to my mom's side of the family, um, all those aunts and uncles. But like Christmas morning, we wake up and we open presents. Then we all together um, eat a big breakfast, which is really fun. Solid. Kyle, you got one? Well, that was going to be my next question was you know, when do you open your presents? Is it Christmas Eve or is it Christmas Day? I'm personally a Christmas Eve guy, um, like to go to church and then come home. And um, we typically all just sit there and open up our presents and enjoy it. But um, sounds like you, you both are no games. That, so. I'll tell you guys real quick a game. I'll tell you a game. Uh, so our tradition is play this game. I don't really know what you call it, but everyone brings like six gifts and they're all wrapped before you get there. And they're like from the five and below store. I mean, nothing's great, you know. There's so sometimes like gift exchange type thing. No, no. And then you go around a circle and you got to roll dice. And if you get seven or 11 or doubles, you get to pick out a gift from the middle. And then those all get opened. And then you have like a second round where if you roll a seven or 11, you can like steal from people. And I've done that probably since I was like five years old, every Christmas every Christmas and then it passes down to my kids and there's always you know the first time they don't know what's going on you get some crying kids I'm sure I cried back in the day because they get something you try to teach them the game a little so that's that's my big um that's my big thing uh tradition I guess that we've always done and then uh yeah we're, we're Christmas all the way we we uh we open the gifts on Christmas so <laughs> But no, it's uh, it is that time of year. Uh, and, and again, um, I know you guys have finals to do and it was good to get to know you a little bit more off the court. And, you know, congratulations on on all the success that you guys have had this year. And I'm sure in the coming years, we mentioned about all the experience that you'll have back next season. And and that's very exciting. So, um, you know, Natalie and Megan, we want to thank you once again for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for having us. Yes, of course. Thank you. All right, we are back. Uh, great interview with uh, Megan and Natalie. Uh, Love talking Christmas stuff. What about you? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Christmas stuff was great, you know. We, we always get to ask them questions about on the court and in their program, but to really 
you know, kind of get their perspective on, on thing they, things they like to do outside of volleyball. Um, it's always unique and, and, and something that I personally lo- love to do um, just to get their, their humans, right? And they're, they're student athletes first. So it, it's cool to see what they, what they do outside of volleyball. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, it was great. I, you know, we, we always, we want to bring people up to speed on what they did out on the court and everything. But I agree with you. It's, it's nice when we go down a little, we went a little memory lane there too. A little bit of, of Christmas stuff, a little bit of, uh, I already forget. We just talked to him and I already forget what your, what's your, what's your movie? What's your favorite favorite Christmas movie? I don't think I said my favorite movie, but I, I was on the same train as, as Megan though. Um, Home Alone, you oh, know, yeah. the first one is, is the first one but I'll be giggling at night when I'm sitting there watching it and my wife will roll over and be like, what are you laughing at? I don't know. It's funny. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I, yeah. I don't know. I, well, I do know, but, um, I watched the show succession on HBO. Great show for anyone listening, but one of the main characters in that show is Macaulay Culkin's brother. And, and what I didn't know and people that have watched succession and listening to this podcast, you'd be like, I can't believe you didn't know that. His brother, that's in Succession, was Fuller in in Home Alone. You know, Fuller, go easy yeah. on the Pepsi. Yeah, that's yeah. his brother, like in the movie. I never knew that in Home Alone that that was his brother. Did you know that? I did not. No, I'm, yeah, I'm that's Macaulay Culkin's brother, uh, Kieran, Kieran Culkin. And uh, yeah, he's the kid that he has to sleep in the bed and that wets the bed and stuff. And now he's on this major hit show, Succession, again, plug that uh definitely should watch it if you haven't watched it. i didn't hear i never knew that was a show so (laughs) (sighs) kyle's a little in the dark you'll you'll learn on this podcast when you're listening we 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 bring kyle up to current events a lot a lot so um no it was it was was great and you know the big thing on the court to uh take away you know i brought it up to them is just they have they have a lot of their team back Mm-hmm. um next year so it's gonna be fun to see how they continue this uh moving forward yep absolutely well you know nothing else today uh like we said we got bowl games coming up excited for those we'll, we'll recap those next week and we'll talk about some of the ones that are upcoming um but uh you know bowl season is here can't wait to see um you know how many wins we pile up here in the in the postseason and it should be pretty fun we got hoops still going on and and uh, we, we'll let you know, but we, we might sneak in a show holiday week or we may take the next week off. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But until then, get some action. Get some action.